0: Even when I was in college, I was making my own skincare products, making my own things because I was inspired by my grandmother. We called her the home remedy queen. And grandmother used to make everything from scratch out of her kitchen and from her garden to heal the whole entire family. The grandmother's little magic was inside of me. And so I always had this desire to make my own stuff. It was just in me.
1: You're listening to Made Here, a podcast about what it means to be an underserved entrepreneur in America and what it takes to turn a small business idea into reality. I'm your host, Stacey Klein. some of the best products out there, or hear stories from trailblazing founders. We often hear about how they experienced a problem or saw a need in the market, and then they worked day and night to solve it. That's part of what you'll hear from our next guest, Yolanda Owens. Native to Atlanta, Yolanda is the founder of Iwi Fresh, a farm-to-skin spa that has been in business for the last 12 years. Yolanda started her business with a friend and her 401k. Her friend eventually decided to leave the business, but Yolanda's a fighter, and this was only one of the extreme challenges she's had to overcome to get where she is today. And today, she's getting iwi fresh products on shelves at Whole Foods stores in the southern region. I hope you get inspired by Yolanda's story, her spirit, and go-getter attitude. Here's our conversation. So thank you for being here. I'm really excited to, to get to talk to you. So I know you've you've talked to some other GoDaddy people, so I feel like I know you a little bit, <laughs> um, but I'm excited to be able to, to dig in. Yes,
0: yes. So
1: let's just start uh, learning a little bit about you. So can you tell me a little bit about your roots? Did you grow up in Atlanta?
0: Yes, I did. I grew up in the uh, city of Atlanta yeah I sure did.
1: born and raised I like it
0: yes, I love Atlanta
1: so prior to founding Ewe Fresh, what were you doing prior to founding Ewe fresh um,
0: <laughs> I was an engineer Wow I was a um, a systems network computer engineer. That's what I did. I worked in corporate America uh, for many 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 years as an engineer I worked for several Fortune 500 companies.
1: Wow. That's a a little bit different than what you're doing now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, a lot of people
0: always say that. They're like, oh, that's 360. But you know, what I've learned is that it's really not a 360 because I realized that I have an engineering mind. And what I realized about an engineering mindset is that we always are seeking to find the solution. And so I'm still doing that. I'm seeking to find a solution. I'm creating algorithms to create solutions, but I'm just doing it in a different industry. I'm doing it in a sustainable skincare industry as opposed to computers or, you know, technology. Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: So what made you decide to take the leap from engineering to skincare? Well, you know... When I
0: was a little girl, I was always this very artsy. I danced, I sewed, I drew. I did all things in arts, which was what I loved. And uh, But I was good in math. And so I ended up getting a scholarship in math for school. And that's how I ended up in that arena. Because my parents were like, this dancing and this sewing and all that stuff is really, really cute, Yolanda. However... We feel that you need to have a career and your career needs to be either, you know, technology, doctor, lawyer, you know, all of those, you know, things that are supposed to be what we think that makes us, you know, successful. And so that's what my parents wanted for me. And so that's how I end up going to college and I end up getting a degree in engineering and that was the path. but. Even when I was in college and I was getting that path, the core of me, the, the the core, which is the artsy, dancey, creative little girl, it was still inside of me. In college, I was in there as engineering and I graduated, you know, with my engineering degree. But even when I was in college, I was making products, making my own skincare products, making my own things because I was inspired by my grandmother. We called her the home remedy queen. And grandmother used to make everything from scratch out of her kitchen and from her garden to heal the whole entire family. So that was inside of me that I didn't realize that was inside of me till I got older. But the grandmother's little magic was inside of me. And so I always had this desire to make my own stuff.
1: (laughs) It was just in me. I love that. So you started exploring skincare and your own products while you were in college and studying engineering and math. Is that when your passion for environmental sustainability came to the front as well?
0: Yes, because, you know, when I started deep diving into the whole skincare piece, it came, it actually came when I really went serious about doing my own skincare product. I graduated from college And I was still an engineer. I wasn't really thinking about making my own products. I was just making them for me as a hobby. But I wasn't thinking about a business until after I graduated from college. And I was in corporate America. I was an engineer. So I was putting all my energy as that. But my side hobby was, you know, doing my own products. And then, you know, when I was an engineer, it was great. I got promoted. I was, you know, started off as engineer, senior engineer, manager, senior manager, director, VP. I got promoted and it was great. I got nice offices, vacations, you know, salary increase. But it was still something inside of me that was just not totally fulfilled for me. My inner peace, I still had this desire to do something else. And I don't even, you know, I always think like, where did this entrepreneur spirit come from? Because nobody in my family that I know of was one. But I really think somewhere down in my ancestors, there were some entrepreneurs in there that I have that spirit from that I just was burning me, burning desire for me to do my own thing. And at the time, I had married my college sweetheart. We had three kids. And I would go and tell my husband at the time, you know, I want to do my own thing. I want to be an entrepreneur. And he would look at me like, are you crazy? You're making six figures. You got this great job. (laughs) You just got promoted. And you're talking about doing your own business, making some skincare products? Really? He just was not, he just didn't get it. Well, long story short, <laughs> we got a divorce. It wasn't because of that, but we got a divorce. <laughs> and when I got my divorce, it was like this newfound freedom came within me because I was like, I can do what I want to do now. I don't need his permission, you know, I'm going to do me. And so long story short, one day I decided, so I did do my own business. I started, I launched my own skincare line, EWI, while I was still working in corporate America. And I was doing it in parallel together. And, um, it just got really crazy because it was like, I would be on conference calls, and troubleshooting routers and switches and outages. And then I would stop over here and I'm making my carrot moisturizer, you know, screen, you know, so I was like wearing these two hats. Then I got homework over here with the kids. And so I was like, okay, I got to make a decision.
1: Yeah. So how, how long were you doing both?
0: Oh, I did both for about. Maybe about four years. Wow.
1: Mhm. To the point where I was like,
0: "No more. I got to make a decision."
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's a a theme and a strength with entrepreneurs is being able to juggle yes. all of that—having a full time job, having a family, working on your business. It, yes, I think it takes a special person to to have that ability and that strength to do that.
0: Yeah, it does. It takes a lot of. A lot of magic, sprinkle of magic on you because it's, it's a lot. And so I just decided <laughs> to, um, to leave. I had this beautiful plan where I wasn't going to leave corporate America till I made this amount of money in my bank account and da, 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 da. I had all these things in my mind, but it wasn't like that. <laughs> I woke up one day, a spirit, a voice was like, it's time to go. And my bank account did not say that, but my spirit said that. (laughs) It was very convicted in my heart to go. And it was like, I knew that I had to go and I didn't know everything, but I said, okay, let me shift gears. Let me downsize because this salary, you know, over here, engineer and face creams right now is not going to add up. So I'm going to have to (laughs) shift. So I changed, I shift gears. I told my kids, I said, hey, mommy's about to pursue her her passion, her dream, and we're about to take a little ride, all this luxury, fun stuff y'all having. We're gonna shut it down for a little bit. And um, we're gonna do some different things. And they were okay, you know, they were young, but they were like, yo, mommy, we're good, good, mommy, follow your dreams. So that made me happy. And I downsized, I sold my house. I sold my car, and my uncle gave me his old Nissan Maximum 1999 car. So I got his Nissan Maximum. I sold my house and moved in a smaller home. Did all of that shifty. And then one day I woke up, and I said, it's time.
1: That takes a lot of dedication yeah. for yourself or your family to make those choices. So you were involved in skincare for some time. You said your grandmother had her own skincare products that she created as well. So tell me then, what is ewi Fresh? And why did you think that this needed to be a business versus just something that you did on the side, something that you did for yourself? Well, well going back just a little bit, my grandmother, when I was little, I had eczema. I didn't know
0: I had eczema. So I just know I used to scratch my skin so hard till it would bleed. And my grandmother would take me and put me in the bathtub and she would put onions and garlic, and collard greens, all kind of vegetables. And the kids would tease me because they said I smell like chicken soup and stuff. And it really like would really hinder my self-esteem. And grandmother would like pull me aside. And she told me one day, she was like, listen, You don't let anybody tell you how beautiful you are and your skin is gorgeous. And I need you to just look at your skin and just tell yourself how beautiful you are. So that was a magical moment for me, you know, on being just so um, convicted on having beautiful skin and it being from fruits and vegetables and herbs like my grandmother. So that is really like the real fire that wanted me to be like grandmother and be the home remedy queen like my grandmother. You know, and um, and so when I started to do um, my products, my my son, Austin, he has he had eczema. And, you know, at this point, I'm making money. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the best dermatologist, get the best product. So I went and did all of that. And my son's eczema got worse. And that's when I had to I realized that I had moved away from the home remedy and I was into this world with all this other stuff where it was getting worse. And so that's when I started doing a deep dive into products that were over the counter and what they were made of. And that's when I started pulling back the covers and I started seeing how toxin and how these chemicals, and I started researching more and more. And it just gave me a more passion to create a product that was true and a product that didn't have all these chemicals in there because I saw what was happening and what was going on on the marketplace with cosmetic products. I was like, no, I can't do that. I can't be a part of that. I have to create a product that is true to what it is. And that's when I decided to create EWI Fresh. And EWI, it stands for it is what it is. Because whatever it is, that's what it is. There's no mystery behind it. If it's carrots, it's carrots. If it's squash, it's squash. It is what it is. And that's the acronym of it. And it's
1: fresh. So it's ewe Fresh. <laughs> that's great. So. The skincare industry is dominated Mm -hmm. by a lot of big companies who play in this space. So, you know, when I was going through your website and I'm seeing pictures of people who have lettuce chunks on their face (laughs) and things like that. So how do you market that? How did you compete with some of these bigger skincare um, companies who might be promoting sustainable products or things? Um, How did you come in and compete with that?
0: You know... I I looked at what was on the market and I knew, I already knew that everything on the market was a lot of chemicals, a lot of preservatives, things that were very harming our skin. And um, I knew that it was going to be a very hard journey for me because I wasn't part of the mainstream, but I knew that if I stayed true to it, it was going to eventually come around because I could see the market. You know, like the food market and people were eating more organic. They were being more healthy conscious. So I studied that and I knew that it was coming. But I was like, I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm not going to compete. I'm going to stay in my lane and I'm just going to do e-refresh. I'm going to be true. I'm not going to compromise anything. One time, Macy's wanted me to come. Macy's had a diversity group, and they wanted Black women businesses to come into their store. And they found me, and they wanted me to come in. And I was so excited when Macy's called me. I was like, oh, my God, Macy's. But then I knew. I said, oh, my God, I know they're going to ask me to put some stuff in my products. I know. Sure enough, they did. They was like, we want you, but you're going to have to put some preservatives to stabilize it. You're going to have to do this. You're going to have to. And and I remember that was a really hard decision for me. But I said, no, I can't do it. So I had to turn Macy's down because, you know, what always kept me going was my grandmother. I can see her little face over there. And I'm like, I got to stay true. I have to stay true because I kept saying to myself, I want to use my own products. And the only way that I'm going to use my products is that it has got to be totally natural. That's the only way I'm going to use it. And I just really didn't compete. But you know what I did was I made myself look like them, but was natural. Like I wanted to make sure that my presence looked professional, that it didn't look too much like a mom and pop shop. I mean, I made sure I had a 1-800 number. I made sure my website was nice and professional. I made sure that I stayed in that competition with them. You know what I'm saying? And I read the marketing and I studied them and I saw what they were doing, the trendings of them. So I made sure my business model was compatible to them, but I stayed true to my product.
1: So in that sense, there's probably a little bit of, you probably forego some profits to stay true to yourself, knowing if you put preservatives in your products, they last longer, they can stay on the shelf longer. You know, that allows you to probably build up profits. But I really can appreciate that you didn't go that route because the whole purpose behind your brand is fresh. Yes. Yes. And, you know,
0: profits, I, I mean, I lost a lot of people would come to me and say, you know, you can make way more money if you did this. You know, you can wait way more money if you do that. You know, your business could grow faster and it could have and it would have. But I just I, I couldn't I wouldn't gonna do it. And I'm so glad now, you know, where I am now that I didn't do it. It's harder to stay true than to move into the mainstream you know, especially at that time. Now it's a little better because people, you know, the healthy conscious is moving there, it's faster and it's growing. But when I was doing it, it was not.
1: <laughs> right. So you're a little ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. So tell me what EweFresh Fresh is. What are the services that you provide?
0: So EweFresh, Fresh, we are a, we really, I like to call myself a farm to skin spa, literally. Because what we do is we partner with local farms and I have my own farm where I, in well, my home garden, where I handpick fruits and vegetables and herbs and I bring them back to the spa where I juice them and I mix them and I make skincare recipes. And then I take those same skincare recipes and we apply them to the services. So we have services like a veggie mani-pedi, a veggie facial or herbal massages. And then we have our DIY bar. We can make your own mask. So that's what eWee is about. It's a sustainable self-care. I call it sustainable self-care, sustainable skincare, sustainable beauty. It's that whole just doing everything sustainable. Everything is all glass. We make everything in small batches so that we can maintain the freshness. But it's toxin-free. So we do nails there, but we use toxin-free nail polish. So when you come into Iwi Fresh, it doesn't smell like a nail shop or a spa. You don't smell the fumes or anything. It's all natural. A lot of plants. And that's what it is. It's sustainable. I I like to call it sustainable self-care.
1: So how do you determine which fruits, which vegetables are going to go in any one product? How do you know what's best for everyone's skin? So that's the engineering mind. <laughs> that's my
0: little mind that goes into where I I I studied each fruit, broke it down, found out how much vitamin A, percentage of vitamin A is in here, vitamin C. I found out how much antioxidant. I found out all the the ingredients and the benefits. And then what I did was I looked at products that were on the counter that people were loving. Like, okay, I want a lot of retinol, a lot of vitamin C. So I go find a fruit or a vegetable that's very high in vitamin C, high in antioxidant. And then that's the one that I use.
1: So before you founded Ewe Fresher, when you were thinking about launching, did you see yourself as a typical entrepreneur? when I launched Ewe, I had a
0: journal and I wrote in my journal. And it's funny because I wrote how Iwi is right now. I drew it out. I drew it out. And I knew when I stepped out, I said, I'm going to do this. And if I do it, it's got to be big. It's going to be big. That's what I told myself. It's going to be big. And I, and when I before when I did EWE, I had some colleagues who were chemists. When I decided to do Iwi, I reached out to a couple of my colleagues that are chemists. And I said, hey, you guys, I want to do my own product line. I need y'all to show me what to do. And they were trying to show me what to do. But that's when I found out, too, that a lot of the products were toxin. Because when they were showing me stuff that was on the shelf, I realized the whole system of all of that. And I didn't want to be a part of that. I wanted to be more natural. And I remember them telling me, You don't want to do it that way. You want to go this way. You want to go the mainstream way and not that way, not your DIY way, because you're just going to be a mom and pop shop. You're going to be selling stuff out of truck or your car. And I was like, oh, no, y'all don't know me. I'm about to be big. And so when they did that to me, they actually gave me this power to be determined to create a product where I knew I was going to succeed.
1: I like that. I love that they told you, no, you shouldn't do it. And you said, I'm doing it anyways. Um, That
0: no, yes, that no made me stronger. (laughs) um,
1: So knowing a little bit about your background already, I know that you have faced some challenges in your small business journey. Mm -hmm. What were some of the biggest setbacks that you faced? So COVID-19 is the latest challenge.
0: (laughs) Okay. That is the last challenge. That is the challenge that I'm living right now as we speak. Yeah, Uh yo, COVID-19 was one that really caught me off guard. It was like, whoa. And um it came so quick. And when it came in my mind, I kept thinking, we're going to get through this. It's just a little bit. I'm going to be okay. Then it got worse. And it's like, okay, we're going to have to shut down. So like, oh my God. So we shut down March 19th. And uh, it um, caught me off guard because as a business owner, I wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't prepared for that at all, financially, mentally, and emotionally. Um, the governor, um, he gave permission to take the shelter in place off. He said, I'm going to open, take the shelter in place, you know, remove it. And these are the businesses that we're going to open up first. Spas. <laughs> uh, nail shops. Massage um, therapists, hairstylists, tattoos, bowling alley. So that was me. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to open up our spa. But I didn't open up. It was one of those things where I had to really go deep in. And I'm like, okay, do we open or do we not open? And I kept looking at the death tolls. I know some people, the friends of mine personally, who who didn't die, but who's had the COVID-19 and who was really sick, but they pulled out. And um, I looked at the numbers and the numbers were so high. and We still had people dying and the numbers were increasing. And I was like, we can't do it. I can't do it. I couldn't be responsible. I didn't want to be responsible for my life my staff's lives, their families, and my clients and their families. And I said, we can't be front. Like, he was like, I can't be on the front line. He was like, open it up for the spas. And I'm like, everything we do is touching. Everything we do is within six feet apart. You know, we touch, we massages, facials, nails. I just felt like, why would you open it up to the services or the industries that requires touching? And so, and he just opened it and it was on a Friday and our numbers were still going up. So I said, no, we're not going to be part of the test pilot. Nope. We're not going to do it. So we had customers calling us. Are y'all going to open? We can't wait till y'all open. Y'all opening. I want to make an appointment. I was like, I was like, nope. So we made an announcement on Instagram, Facebook. We sent out an email blast. And we told them, you know, for the safety reasons, I wrote a letter due to safety for our lives. Right now, I just didn't think it would be a great idea for us to open up our business right now. And we will just monitor the situation and we will keep everybody posted when we will open up the doors.
1: Wow. That's got to be just an incredibly hard decision to make. It was. To keep your business afloat, but also trying to protect your employees and customers. Um, I can't imagine what that's like. Have you had to make any pivots? Have you changed anything? Are you still doing business in some capacity to stay afloat during this time?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what we did, I mean, we were selling our products online, but it just wasn't, we wasn't doing it like hardcore So that is now the number one priority is selling our products online. I am personally working on my own um, online course. They call me the skincare farmer. So we're just really moving our business and focusing on the digital piece of it.
1: That's great. So is that something you think you will sustain after COVID-19 that you'll continue to do business online?
0: Absolutely, because that's the lesson that I learned through this. I was like, oh my God, we should have been doing more digital. <laughs> you know, we should have been pushing it more because we wouldn't have had to, we didn't have to start from scratch because we were already selling, but this will keep going. And uh, the other great thing that happened to us through this was right before COVID, we had just got approved to sell our products in Whole Foods Re- South Regional here in South Atlanta. And um, we were supposed to launch it the week of COVID. And uh, as soon as COVID hit, Whole Foods was like, oh, we're just shutting down. We're not doing anything right now. And so we're going to have to move you guys to later than sooner. I know we're supposed to launch this week, but we're not going to be able to do it. And so I wrote a letter to the buyer and I said, I understand you guys are, you know, stopping because of COVID-19. I said, but what are you guys doing for your small business vendors? Because our, our spa shut down. So we were really counting on this as part of our, you know, bread and butter. And so she went back to her team and she came back and she wrote me this beautiful letter, email and said, Yolanda, after talking with you, I went to my team and I told my team your spa had been shut down. And so my team decided that we would do some POs for you. We will let you sell your products in three of our stores here in Atlanta. So just last week, we put some products in Whole Foods in three stores in Atlanta. Wow. So I was really excited about that. Yeah, that was a big milestone for me. That's an incredible milestone. Yeah, I was excited. That's
1: amazing. So I imagine that's probably one of your biggest milestones. Is there anything else that comes to mind as being a big milestone in this journey?
0: Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I, I, I learned on this entrepreneur journey is that You never know what's going to present itself to you at any given time. You just never know. All of a sudden, one night, it was on a Friday night. I'm leaving Iwi Fresh. I come home. I take a bath because my stomach was hurting. I had this pain in my stomach and I didn't know where it was coming from, but I was like, let me take a bath. And so I get in the bathtub to try to soothe this pain. And as I get in the bathtub, the pain just came at me harder and harder. I mean, to the point, I have three children, to the point it was worse than childbearing. I could barely crawl out of the bathtub. I crawled out, grabbed my phone. I called 911. I told 911 I was in severe pain. I could barely talk. I could really breathe. I was just I was at home by myself. I crawled to the front door to unlock the door for the paramedics to come in when they when they got there. I was able to put on some clothes barely. And I get to the hospital and the doctor says I had to do a lot of x rays and stuff. And then he came in there and says, We're gonna have to do emergency surgery on you, but we found a tumor that's leaning against your colon. And it looks like it's cancer. And at the time, I wasn't even scared. I was just wanting the pain to go away. I mean, I didn't even realize that I probably could have died on, the, you know, having surgery, but I just was just like, whatever, do what you need to do. Just get this pain out of me. The next thing I know, I was, I woke up and the doctor was looking at me and he says, everything went really well. We got the tumor out. He said, but it wasn't inside of your colon. So your colon was actually in good shape. It was leaning against it. So we were able to pull it out. So your colon looks good. So everything is good. And we got you all stapled back up <laughs> together. And, um, and then I go to my oncologist and my oncologist tells me, no, it looks like it hadn't spread it, but I want you to do chemotherapy. I'm this very natural person. So when you tell chemo to me, that doesn't sit well for me because I know what chemo is. Why do I have to do chemo? And she was like, well, it's on the pathology report. It looks like there's a tumor deposit, but it's real tiny. I don't know. I just would do it if I were you. I would do it. If I were you, I would do it. So I was got scared at that point. I decided to do chemo. I went, then I called my homopathic. I have a friend who's a homopathic. So I called Dr. K and I said, you know, they want me to do the chemo. And she was like, well, Yolanda, I will do the herbal. We'll do the holistic approach and you can do both if you want to. So we can still do holistic, do the whole natural homopathic way. And if you still want to do the chemo, we can do it in parallel. So I said, okay, I'll try it. I'll try it. The doctor wanted me to do 12 treatments. I did three. And when I got to the third one, I felt a change in my body. And that's when I decided that I wasn't going to do any more. I got my CT scan. CT scan came back and it said everything was clear. I did the PT scan, PET scan. Everything was clear. There was no sign of any cancer. Tumor marker was zero. I went full force with my homopathic. I was already natural and I was already... Vegan, already doing natural things, but I went like went radical with it. I started doing more yoga, more meditation. I just started doing a lot of mental health, emotional forgiveness stuff. Mental health. I started really healing myself.
1: So how and long? How long has it been now since you? It's been a year.
0: And it's, it's been, been a, a year. year. And um, I go back to the oncologist. Every three months or so, and they take my blood work, and they do my test scans, and my numbers are remarkable. That's great. Remarkable. There's no sign of cancer. My numbers are up. And, you know, my doctor almost is kind of like mad that my numbers are up. That's what blows me away about the whole thing. But that's a whole nother story.
1: <laughs> it's it's di- different approaches. I think it's something you could even compare back to your business of these big skincare companies of yeah. using chemicals and yeah. preservatives and their products versus the fresh approach. I think it's a very similar concept in that people have very hard opinions about one way or the other. And it's just what works for you.
0: Yeah, it's what works for you.
1: So what did you do then? So while you're in treatment, you know, you have to take time for yourself. You have to be able to heal. What did you do with your business during this time? My team
0: was so remarkable. They stepped up. And they ran my business. And that's why you make sure you put processes in place. You have an operational plan. You make sure you have all of this stuff in plan. And I had all of that. And that's why my business was able to run without me. And I was so excited about that, that my business was running without me and I was making money without me. And I was like, happy about that. (laughs) I was like, yes.
1: I imagine that's a big milestone to see this baby that you created and seeing it run um, without you. I imagine that's just such an incredible moment. And ever since then, I never went back to that
0: crazy life. My hours are like, I don't work but like three days a week. I go half a days. I don't, I didn't go back into that space. (laughs)
1: Something you said earlier that I just want to circle back on, because I love where you want to go next. And I love that you want to inspire this generational movement. And earlier, when you decided to take the leap and start your own business, you told your kids, our lifestyle is going to change. You sold your car. You did all of these things. And you said that your kids just said, like, go, mom. Yeah. Go make this. Go make your dream happen. Yeah. So how do you think your journey has inspired your kids? That was the next thing I was going to talk about. My children, they I wanted
0: them to walk their own journey. You know, I want them to do their own thing, you know, but in the back of my head, I was like, oh, it'd be so great if they worked at Ewe Fresh, but it's more important for them to find themselves and do them, you know, and that's what I've always told them is to be true to who you are and do you, whatever that is, and I'm going to support it. No matter what it is, I'm going to support it. And, uh, but I'm so happy to say that my two kids, my oldest son is still in college. He's in grad school, but my two younger children are working at ewe refresh And I just love that. <laughs> so I have two boys and a girl. And so my daughter, she didn't want to work for me. And I was like, cool, do what you want to do. When she was in high school, she worked at McDonald's. I was like, okay. Cause I worked at McDonald's too. And then she realized that she didn't want to work at McDonald's. And I think one day she came to work with me and I was having a big event. Cause I, I let them come. They can come if they want to come because I didn't want to push iwi on them. And, um, she came to the, to with me to do it. And she, she never stopped coming. She loved it. She went and got her cosmetology license. So she's an esthetician. She got her nail tech license. Now she's making her own lip balm, her own product and she works at iwi. And I love she, they, they call her a little mini me and I love it
1: <laughs> <laughs> because she is in there working it. You know, that's amazing that. I mean, it has to feel so good to have built this business and then now to have your family involved in it, whereas everything seems to sort of fall into place there. That's
0: really great. I'm excited about it. And my son works there too. He's, he's there too. He loves it too. So I love them both working there. When I was doing my business at home in the house, cause I, I did my stuff out of the house before I opened up Ewe. I had did it out of my garage and, um, um, I remember my son, I was taking him over to a friend's house for him to spend the night. He was going over to like a sleepover. When I picked him up, his dad said, you know, I didn't know you had your own business. I didn't know you was doing your own product line. I said, yeah. I said, how do you know? He said, Austin told us. He said, Austin told me." He said, my mom is a millionaire. My mom's <laughs> going to be a millionaire. And so I always hold on to that because he told everybody his mom was going to be a millionaire. And I said, I am going to be a millionaire one day, Austin. <laughs> That's what I strive for. I'm Yolanda Owens, founder of Iwi Fresh Farm to Skin Spa. I made my business in Atlanta, Georgia.
1: Yolanda embodies what we often see in entrepreneurs, drive willingness to take risks, and deep determination. Inspired by her grandmother, she's been able to build a business and involve the next generation, her kids. We talk of the land of opportunity, but often it is the grit and will of the individual that cracks open the door to opportunity. Join us next week as we continue to talk to the amazing humans who are making their own way. Before we go, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. This podcast is powered by GoDaddy and made with the help of our producers at Human Group Media.